Hey, we're coming to you on location from the beautiful Badlands of South Dakota. Uh, I do have a couple of glitch things or lighting goes out, so bear with me through that. But, you know, really talking and diving into this idea of the becoming of the person that you're supposed to be and the beauty of that movement and how you really know and escape this constant fear that I was living in of like, oh no, I can't die. And I, I, I would have that thought all the time and I would have this like consistent fear. And now that I've crossed over, now that I'm on kind of the upside of this rediscovery of self journey, I feel a release of that fear and I'm going to continue testing that while we're on vacation but I think that is so telling of this journey that is so much a bigger piece of importance here is like this realization that I had been in a constant fear of dying because I wasn't leaving anything. And that's not like you have to write a book or a podcast or anything to have worth in the world. But I didn't really have a legacy that I knew was true to who I was supposed to be in this world. And now that I've transitioned, I felt yesterday for the first time since I started doing this work, the release of that fear the release of that anxiety and it didn't release yesterday yesterday was just the first experiment of that of testing that right and seeing if i had let it go and you know talking through it this morning i think that's why that's why that anxiety isn't there anymore because this is the work that i'm supposed to do and this is where i'm supposed to be and i'm so excited to talk through that story with you today and I'm so excited that you're here every single day and that we are all signing up to live life on our terms and I'm so excited to be a part of your journey to that space. So let's dive in. Have you ever wondered how to live the life that you want? Have you ever sat and really allowed yourself to dream about it and start writing down action steps to go after those things? If you haven't, welcome, because most of us haven't. And I honestly woke up at the age of 30 and realized that I had one dream left for my life and that that wasn't going to be enough and that I couldn't just keep kind of riding the tide of what my life was going to look like. I couldn't just keep signing up for what everyone else had envisioned for my life except for me. And so that year, I put my foot down and I said, I want to be about things that I want to be about. I want to say in my life. And if that's something that you need, then this is it. We're coming at you every day, calling for you to live 
bigger, to cut and overcome your limiting beliefs and to align your life, to have a say, to be that person. If that's what you need, come here every day. We have you. Join our community, start rising up, and start taking your life back. You are worth it. You are beyond worth everything that you deserve. Everything that you can dream you want for your life, you are worth. And that's what we're about here. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome to the death of a dream. We are on location in the beautiful rolling hills of South Dakota. I bet you are so excited to be here. If you want to follow along on that journey, um, I am posting a lot of the things that we are visiting out here. You can follow me on Instagram at Hannah Ness. Um, You can find me there and you can kind of go along this journey with us as we venture through South Dakota. So don't mind me. My YouTube recording of this is about to be crazy. This is the worst lighting that I've ever had uh, for my YouTube live podcast recording, but nothing is open right now. There are no offices, there's nothing, and it doesn't matter, right? You can do this work anywhere. And so I am coming to you live from the rental car. Yeah, setting up an office right here, connecting to some free Wi-Fi, and bringing this episode to you. I love traveling. I love it. I think it's just such a gift. I love seeing different people and different environments, and I love meeting people and just, like, Wondering all the while if they decided that this is what they wanted for their life or they just ended up placed here. And I love seeing new people and how they take the world in and how different parts of this country, different parts of the world means that you just know different things. I think that is the most amazing thing on this planet. I'm just constantly like looking at people in lines and in places and just wondering what their story is. And I just love that everybody has their own individual story and gift to bring to this world. And I think that's such an amazing thing. So my great thing really is just being. Being here, being present, being the person that I know that I'm supposed to be, I don't, I don't know. And I'm going to dive into that deeper because that obviously is a heavy thing. And especially after the craziness that I brought to you all yesterday, um, you're probably thinking, holy cow, we have gone to a new level. I promise you that the deepness of these thoughts aren't for this to be super deep all the time, but are to continue challenging you to show up to live life on your terms. Because I don't know that I ever would have questioned it. I don't know that I ever would have said, hold, wait, this doesn't feel right. 
And that conflict was so constant in my life and it left me so snarky and so angry and so resentful towards everyone that it got hard to even recognize myself when she was allowed to show up. I had just buried her so deep. And so, you know, this trip really is the first time that I've kind of ventured out as this new person. And so it's kind of a constant reminder to like release myself and allow myself to be free and allow myself to be that person. And I think that's such a hard balance. And I think even harder than that is showing up to find yourself even when you aren't all that lost. And I was seriously lost, but I don't think that in that moment, as I was going through it, I felt like that's who I was supposed to be. And now that I've found this person, that I've found this... Oh, we dropped our computer. Okay. Sorry, YouTube. (laughs) Now that I've found this, now I know that wasn't who I actually was supposed to be. Right? That person lived in so much fear and so much anxiety and anger that that isn't how I'm supposed to show up in this world and that it's okay for me to show up light and airy and blowing sunshine up everybody because there's not enough. And then you can sit here and you can say that that's not going to help anybody grow, but I don't believe it. I don't. I've seen it grow too many people. I've seen people who need light. I've seen people who all they need is one person to tell them how amazing they are and everything could change. And yet we hold it back because we, people should have to go through the hard. People should have to struggle. People need to grow grit. But you can grow grit through love too. You can grow grit through support too. Hard times are going to happen regardless, but you don't need two hills to climb at the same time. Right? I will always, always commit to being the sunshine. That is who I am. And I think for a long time, I wasn't. And I don't, I don't want to be that anymore. That wasn't me. And that made me show up so different in this world. That struggle right there. The inability to find value in being the light. So my great thing is just being just being right here, just being and feeling myself. And that's such a beautiful gift, considering how 
far from that I was even just a year ago. Right? So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time today to recognize yourself for the great thing. And that really is taking time to ground yourself in your greatness every single day. It's so vital because that's going to start to shift the belief that you are good or even bad. Because I think a lot of times that's where we naturally go in this bad instance. Like, I'm no good. I have nothing to bring to this world. You do. Mm -mm. We aren't going there. We aren't questioning that anymore. You are so good. You're so beautifully made. Everything about you is amazing. You realize that, right? There is no one else like you at all that has the same story, that has the same background. That's what's so fascinating about people. It's like, you could be a similar, you could have similar demeanor, you could have a similar approach to the world, you could have all those things, but you could be in like three different states. You could be three states away from one another and have a completely different approach to the world. Does that amaze anyone else? My mind is so blown by that all the time. Constantly blown by that idea. It's so crazy to me. So crazy. Um, Sorry, but uh, more importantly than that, you have to recognize yourself. You have to start recognizing how amazing you are because the world can't shift with you if we're stuck here in this mindset that you aren't a gift. The world won't shift with you. It can't. It can't do it. It can't help you if you aren't willing to help yourself. You have to be willing to take that stand for yourself. Oh, I think I just kind of started this car. Sorry for the extra beeps. Okay, here we go. I had to get lights back. You have to take a stand. You have to be this person. You have to start believing in yourself and your greatness. And that's what this practice is going to do take time today and every day. It's going to take you five seconds. Stop, reflect, pull from yourself that greatness and watch as your mindset starts shifting, as you start looking for the great things instead of the bad ones all the time. That's all we're doing, right? When we start practicing that habit, that's what we're doing. We're forcing you to find good and in a world where we are naturally adapt to find and look for the bad we need to shift and that's what this greatness grounding is going to do for you start committing to it you can do it you're here you're right here the world is yours if we start to shift that mindset if we start to take you here right Simple. Just do it. Just do it. Dare you. I dare you. Double dog dare you. Okay. (laughs) This is madness. I really appreciate you hanging in here as I make my makeshift office. 
Um, it's wonderful. So let's go ahead and dive in, right? I, I know yesterday was heavy and today will likely be heavy. And honestly, every day is heavy, right? We are talking about changing our lives, living life on our terms. And if you are steps away from that, if you are miles away from that, if you are lifetimes away from that, years and months, it's got to be kind of heavy, right? We have to go there. Because my hope is that you can feel yourself in what I'm talking about. Find yourself somewhere. Not every single day is going to be similar to your story, but hopefully something hits along the way somewhere and it can rescue you from some part, right? And I've kind of gotten obsessed with this kind of middle-class mindset. And I think, you know, so many of my people who have reached out, who have listened, who have felt what I'm talking about, so many people who reach out talk about this idea of settling for fine, right? And and that to me feels so much a part of my upbringing, so much a part of the constant narrative that I was surrounded by growing up. And so as I'm writing queries for my book and I'm starting to um, kind of finalize the manuscript of the book version of The Death of a Dream, that's what I feel this book is. It's like a how-to manual of how I kind of rescued myself from that middle-class mindset, from that, that fineness that we were told to strive for. You know, and I grew up in small-town, middle-class America. And I wrote about this the other day in my blog, but I think there was always this, this constant story being told of like the one person that got out. And everybody talks about that one person, right? Like that one guy who works with Beyonce or that one, that one guy who went and played football, who likely came back home and is now just coaching the high school team. But like they made it, right? And we idolize that person forever. They came back because they didn't really. Um, but we, we idolize them. This is a very, very consistent narrative from where I'm from. And so that's what this is about. It's about being that voice for those people because I'm sure it's out there. There's so many books. There's so many things. But to me, I never heard anybody saying it this way. Right? I just kept hearing like, no, you can do this. Yes, you're good enough. You can rescue yourself. You can. But I never had an example of anybody who had actually done it. Right? And all of those people who were doing it just came from such drastic backgrounds from the one that I came from that it was like, well, yeah, you did it. You didn't grow up your whole life hearing that you couldn't. 
You didn't grow up your whole life having no one to look up to in this space. Of course you did it. Right? And a lot of that was just my spiteful anger. <laughs> right? And that's what most of it was. But so much of that is truth. There aren't enough people that come out of middle-class America. And I think it's because, and I can say this from what I've experienced, just kind of relieving myself of that mindset, is that it's so much easier to just blend in. It's so much easier to not question it. It's so much easier to just go along because, like I said, everything would be just fine. Nobody would notice. In fact, it's like the exact opposite. Now people notice what I'm doing. Now people are very nervous and take offense almost to this movement, to this idea that I would do this, that I would even have the audacity to think that I could. And that's, that is where you lose it. That's what I want to write about. That's the story that I want to start changing for little girls who grow up in a small town who don't see themselves anywhere that they look around, who want to be dancers on big stages but can only dance on the broken stage at the city hall. You know, like, I don't want you to have to settle. And I know that's what I was doing. And this trip right now is just so obviously perfectly timed because, you know, it is. I, okay, so last year we went to Oregon. It was in May. May would have been when I was recording my podcast uh, every day, but not publishing. And we went on this trip to Oregon and it was beautiful. But every time that I got out of the vehicle, I would feel so nervous because those mountains are so high and I... I, I, Jordan was just driving like a bat out of hell, like a crazy man. Like he loves driving hills and crazy terrain. And he was just like zipping around. And I was like, this makes me too anxious. I could never live here. This is terrible. This is, oh my gosh, I can't even breathe. I don't want to drive through the mountains. That's the scariest thing ever. But like, I love adventure. I love changing environments. I love that idea. But I think this is where I think the shift in my life has happened now. So we're on this trip and yesterday we went out and we visited uh, the Badlands. And we, we went out and we looked at the things. And last year when we were in Oregon, I couldn't even look over the mountains Made me sick to my stomach. Couldn't even think. And I think there was this like, ugh, we're going to get dramatic again. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> but I mean, the title of this podcast is The Death of a Dream. So it was bound to be dramatic at some point. Okay. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. So there was this constant fear of dying. And like I told you yesterday, there were thoughts of dying, of like, oh, this is all just too crazy. This doesn't feel right. And I don't know how to rescue myself from this. And so there's got to be an easier route, right? There's got to be something that we can do here. And I constantly went into those places where it's just like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know. But when I was out in Oregon, I remember my, the pits of my stomach looking over some of those ranges, fearing for my life. And I didn't feel that yesterday, walking out onto some of those badlands, walking out onto some of those ridges and bluffs. And not even a year ago, I couldn't even look over. Right? And I still have anxiety about my kids just running around freely and willy-nilly, but I don't, I don't fear for my life anymore because I'm actually living it. Because this is who I'm supposed to be. And if, if, if I would go tomorrow, I know that I've done the work in my heart. And I think the constant fear of dying, the constant protection of my own life, the anxiety that I would have any time that I did something risky or adventurous wasn't because I'm not those things. In fact, I very much am. It was because I was scared of losing my life before I had lived it. Right? I love adventure. I love change. You've heard that. You hear that in this. I love that more than anything. And yesterday... When I was out, I still have to be conscious of kind of coaching myself into experimenting with it and going, but I did not feel any of the anxiety that I did in Oregon at all. In fact, it was like this new becoming of a person. I bought a pair of Keens. I'm like adventurous. I'm trying things. I'm climbing hills. I'm like living my life, right? But I wasn't ever going to allow myself to live that because there was always this burden of not wanting to lose my life before I had lived it. And yesterday when I talked about like 
why do you, why do you act like you're running out of time? Because you are. But if you're doing that work in your heart, all of a sudden you start to free up this, this anxiety that could be holding you back from being the very person that you're supposed to be. Like, I know I want a vacation and I want to explore and I want to look over mountain ranges and I want to see the beauty that this world has to offer. I know that, right? But I never let myself experience those things fully because of this fear that I might lose it before I find it. And I don't fear that anymore. And I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We have more mountain ranges to see while we're here. And so we'll see if I have that anxiety come up like I did in Oregon. You know, because maybe it's just a height thing. But yesterday, I felt myself there. I felt myself so fully present in those spaces. It was amazing. Because I wasn't that last year. And I have to wonder if it is this release of self, this release of I'm not afraid. Here's my legacy. You're listening to it. If I go today, here's the good that I want to put into this world. It exists. I am someone. I am something. I am about something. This is and will forever be my legacy. I'm not living scared of what might happen. Because it's happening right now. I'm actually in it. Instead of looking 10 steps ahead of me, hoping that I'll be in it soon, constantly. That was my constant state. Oh, I hope I get there. Oh, I bet you I'm going to get that thing. But I wasn't ever right here, right where I was at. I was always over there. In fact, I was over there. I was over here. I was 10 steps ahead that way, but I was never where I was at. And I don't know if anybody would have noticed. Definitely nobody was going to call me out on it. Because I was successful. You just know not to question it, right? Oh, she must be happy. She must be fine. Don't question it. Just let her do her. Man, she's killing it. Right? She's killing it. Dang. Wish I could be Hannah. No. Please don't wish that. But I wasn't. That wasn't me. That wasn't really me. That was scared me. That was like... Hustle myself to death and every single person around me until we're so stressed out and high strung that we can't even think straight. 
That was me screaming at my kids every morning. That was me forcing everyone to level up to this level and operate at such a high octane pace that they couldn't even think. And anybody who wasn't on that level just needed to go away. They didn't get it. We shouldn't rest. We shouldn't relax. We shouldn't give ourselves this freedom. We'll get lazy. But it's not about that. It's not about grinding so hard that you can't sleep. Right? It's about passion. It's about the merriment of the two. When you feel passionate, when you feel like you could wake up and do this all the time, you don't have to hustle yourself to death. You know, I think I was so unaligned with my life and where I wanted to go that I was fighting because nothing was fitting. And so it was like, okay, well, it doesn't feel quite right, but maybe that's because I haven't gotten there yet. Maybe that's because I'm not good enough yet. Maybe that's because, and so I would just hustle and push and move and work as hard as I could to get all the way up there as fast as I could to, to level up, to, to get that next job, to get that promotion, to move, to move, to move, to move. Because maybe once I got there, maybe once I was at the highest level of success, maybe then it would feel right. Maybe then I would find myself. But as someone who did, it's not going to be enough. It's not the thing, right? When you find the work of your heart, when you start doing it, everything else aligns. In fact, your whole life starts to unfold in front of you. And so that's what I want this to be about. I want it to be about a discovery of yourself and the becoming of the person that you're meant to be. And I want that so much for your life. And that's what we're doing here, right? We're living life on your terms every day. What do you envision it looking like? What do you want? Because those questions weren't asked of me. And when they were, when I gave the real answer, People talked me out of that version. And I don't want that for us anymore. I want more. I want beauty. I want the gifts, right? As always, you're smart. You're strong. You're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening today and every day. Seriously, this is my life work. This is what I've always dreamed to do. And you showing up and listening makes my dream come true and pushes me even harder to help other people realize that they're capable of living their dreams too. So thank you. If you want to and feel so compelled to sharing always helps to spread the message. So go ahead and get social. You can find the death of a dream everywhere. TikTok, 
uh, YouTube. I actually do a live recording of this podcast. If you want to see my uh, mannerisms, you can go over and head and check that out. I also do a daily vlog there of kind of my mental state in making myself a motivator. So you can go over there and check that out. All those things can be found at the death of a dream. Kind of the um, visual makeup of what I speak to can be found on Pinterest. Again, at the death of a dream. I know, it's crazy. Uh, And on TikTok, actually. So go ahead and search me out on all your socials. And I hope to see you there. If this helped you in any way, share it on your socials. Tag me at the death of a dream. Um, I would love to see what this is meaning to you and, and go ahead and like, and review this podcast. That's how you keep podcasts alive and give back to your favorite podcaster. So thank you so much for being here. I love and value this community so much.